1: So, I had my very first um, haunted house. Like the whole house? Like I went through it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not my <laughs> like, house. Like your house was haunted? What? Yeah, I went through my house being haunted. No. Well, I mean, your work was haunted a couple weeks ago. Oh my gosh, it's still haunted. But anyway, like, like Halloween just happened, right? So, I went to a haunted house for the very first time. Mm-hmm. And I screamed like a little girl the whole time. The whole time, you're braver than me. I wouldn't even get through it. Oh man, it was scary. And like we were like at the back of a group, like we, mm-hmm. we went in a group, right? And then so, and like I think it would be scary to be at the front of the group because you don't see what's coming, right? But to be in the back of the group was just as scary because they would follow you. Yeah, and so like. constantly, like, looking over your shoulder or not looking over your shoulder because, you know, there's someone breathing (laughs) down your neck. Uh, Yeah, uh, yeah, that was... I was screaming a lot. Yeah. And I got made fun of afterwards. But you know what? That was my first time, so... Have
0: I ever told you about my one and only time going through a haunted house? So, many, many years ago, I was helping run a haunted house, and by helping run it, I was helping... Take tickets at the front. Uh huh. And this little boy came through and he was was little, little, little. And he wanted four people to be with him so that he could have somebody on either side. Well, he only had three adults with him. So I was like, fine, I'll go. So I had seen everybody in their costumes. Yeah. But I hadn't gone through the haunted house. So as I'm going through, I'm like, yeah, okay, there's that. And yeah, there's that. And Oh, yeah, mm-hmm, that one. And I can see how that would be scary. And then there was one room where it was just, like, a big ball pit. And the little boy, like, played in there for a little while because there was nothing scary in there. It was just kind of a place for them to relax a little bit. Yeah. And I didn't know he was going to stay and play because I was in front. And I got into the next room, which was dark room. They had a strobe light, and they had, like, plastic sheeting hanging from the, the ceiling, Yeah. and, like, it was meant to just, like, confuse you and all of that. Well, I, in one flash, I saw a Chucky doll, and oh, we no, about this. Oh, no, don't, I don't no, like that I is, don't like dolls. Uh-uh. I don't like, no. That is my worst nightmare. So I was a little freaked out because of that, but I was like, I know it's just hanging there, like, okay, like, don't, don't go crazy, like, you're fine, it's okay. Well, then... Don't forget, strobe light. So I'm only seeing things in, like, flashes. I thought I saw something to the side of me. And then I look and there was nothing there. Well, the next flash of light, there's a face, like, right next to mine. I screamed so loud and then started laughing, like, hysterical laughing. Oh, no. And so, yeah, everybody was like so and so got page you know it, it was really funny but yeah i screamed so loud and almost hit him oh my god it was it was not okay <laughs> well, i mean the chucky
1: doll is what triggered it <laughs> well, yeah cuz i'm cuz like terrified like oh my god there's I, no good reason for that i i am the same way i like dolls is my biggest like the creepiest fear fun. like what do you call that like not like like Phobia? irrational fear yeah and um, it's because of Chucky Yeah, that's that I'm so terrified. Oh, I've never even seen, like... I've never seen it either. No. But, like, what happened was I was, like, a little kid and saw, like, the commercials for it. Because when it came oh, out, I was a little yeah. kid. And because I had such an active imagination, the commercials was enough. Yeah. And so I started, like, dreaming about it and oh, having no. nightmares about my dolls coming to life in my room and trying to kill me. Oh, no. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's Just I don't do dolls.
0: Okay, yeah, no, mine is just pure dolls are creepy. Like, I never saw oh, any yeah. of that. Just oh, dolls yeah. are creepy. They are creepy. Um. So, we were at Walmart the other day, and there was a person dressed up as Chucky. Oh, no. And my boo thing was like oh, that's a really great costume right there. And I was like, nope, mm-mm, nope, I don't want to look at it. I, I saw it. I, Nope, nope, mm, nope. Can't
1: do it, won't nope, do it, nope, it's can't not make a cool. Me. It's not cool, it's not cool. <laughs> Unicorns and butterflies and fairies are cool. That is not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's the same way. Like, he knows that, like, I'm scared. So, like, every now and then I'd be like, hey, let's watch this movie. And it's, like, about, like, scary dolls. And yeah. I am like, nope, we can do literally anything but that. No, sir. <laughs> um... I was playing this um, Harry Potter
0: game on my phone, and I don't know if it was for Halloween or if it was for—it was just one of the levels. But there's like little spiders that crawl across, and I—I I couldn't do. It. I had to delete it. I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Mm, nope, can't do it. Mm, the spiders. Nope, can't do it. I know. Like I, whoops, Rodi fell over. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, I it gave me the heebie jeebies, I couldn't do it.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. Irrational fears or something else.
0: <laughs> I swear, mine is actually rational. There's nothing irrational about it. Um but anyway, hi guys.
1: <laughs> hey. Happy post Halloween. Hope you all had a good one. Nice spooky Halloween. Yeah. We uh survived a hurricane. Yeah, man. It ended up being almost a Cat 3. Yeah. Like, out of nowhere. It wasn't supposed to be anything crazy till it got here. And then by then it was like, well, too late. We're it just here and watch it.
0: It showed up and went, this looks like a good place
1: to get cray cray. <laughs> yeah, it sure did. It got toe up. Or we got toe up. We I'm got, not we sure. We got toe <laughs> up. New girl Holly was out was without power
0: for a few days. So. Yeah. I kept inviting her to come over because we had power. But, you know.
1: She Miss couldn't independ- get out of her misindependent ab- over here. I was
0: like, uh, I can, I can survive. <laughs> I was just gonna say you couldn't get out of your neighborhood, so you couldn't Oh, that too. That too. No, like you were oh. held hostage
1: by the trees and
0: the power lines. No, I
1: actually tried. Well, because we lost power, so I didn't know how bad it was. Right. You know, I couldn't like see like the the news or anything. So the next day, I actually tried to go to work, and so I could not even get out of my neighborhood. I almost fucking clothes myself on a power line and was like nope okay not going to work <laughs> that was terrifying <laughs> let me go circle back around I'm staying home today yeah so all of you all who all
0: of you listeners who are here on the coast I know there are several of you I hope you all are doing okay hope you have power back um I know there are a lot of people that still don't have power My parents being some of them, but guys, I hope and pray that everybody is okay with minimal damage or no damage to their property, and,
1: uh, yeah. At least it's not, like, stupid hot and people are out of power. At least it is cool, yeah. 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 The only problem is you can't take a hot shower. True. That sucks.
0: But you can snuggle under all the blankets. That's true. Get that body heat going. (laughs) (laughs) Ayy. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, a day fuck it. No, just kidding.
1: <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I just had to say it. Nothing else to do when the power's out, so. Right? <laughs> Be a whole lot of babies born
0: in nine months. Anyway. <laughs> Not in our lives. No, but... no, no,
1: no, <laughs> no. No, no, <laughs> no, ma'am. Ba- no, no babies ma'am. in our lives. No, ma'am. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, anything else going on with you? Well, that's pretty much taken up my whole life just now, Halloween and the hurricane. I can understand that. That was a lot.
0: Um, if you follow us on Instagram, you saw that yours truly was in a bit of a reading slump. Um, so I don't have quite the book recommendations that I normally do, um well normally i've done that twice <laughs> but um i did read a very good paranormal romance book called dark lover by j r ward it's vampires and it's it's really good it's dark it's got a great story to it just enough romance that it like kicked me out of my reading slump cuz i'm not usually a romance reader um, highly recommend it. It's the first in a huge series. There's one, if not two, spin-offs. I can't remember. I've I've read about half the series already, um, like in years past. But I started it again, and it definitely got me out of my reading slump. Um, and then I haven't read this book because technically it hasn't come out yet. Um, I don't think its official launch date is until the 10th, but I work part-time at a bookstore, like a little independent bookstore, and since COVID, things have kind of been, as soon as you can get it, you put it out, because you can't always get the books when you want to. So, I was at work the other day, and I saw this book from a debut author, and the book is called Those Who Pray, and it's about a girl who's going off to college and she's expecting to have like this fun college experience and her it her first year turns out to be a little bit less than expected and she's just lonely and has no friends until I think they're called the kingdom find her and they give her the friendship that she's looking for and kind of a family away from family and then They take her on this trip to Europe, and that's when things start to turn south. Oh. Yeah. And it's one that I've heard about for the last couple of months, and I've been waiting to get a hold of it, and I'm so excited to read it because it's kind of like true crimey, like it's not a true story, obviously, but it's like that crimey mystery type thing that's right up my alley. And so I was at work the other day, and I saw the book, and I got really excited, and then That afternoon the author came into the bookstore and I got so excited I got to fangirl a little bit and I was not smart enough to get a picture with her Um, and I I didn't think about it until after she left. But I did get my book signed by her and so I have a signed copy of a debut novel that I can't wait to read. So hopefully next episode I will have a good review on that. Um, Again, it's Those Who Pray by Jennifer Moffitt. And if it's, if you can't find it at your local bookstore, then look for it soon. Because like I said, it's official release date. is isn't until the 10th. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yay. Yay. You've been doing a
1: lot more reading than I have, seems like. Not that much. Yeah. I've read one book. Well, (laughs) I'm currently reading a book called A Long Way Gone by Ishmael Bey. And I'm only about halfway done with it. But it's, uh... This true story, it's memoirs of, like, a, um, a boy soldier. And so, it's, like, it's really sad, but it's really powerful stuff. And, well, um, I mean, I'm only halfway through it, but as of now, I'm really, really liking it, so. That's awesome. Yeah. So. So,
0: anyway. I guess, I guess it's time to get into the, the podcast, huh?
1: I guess so. The story. Well, guys, here we are. We finally are doing... Yah-Yah! Yah-Yah! Finally, Divine Secrets of the Yah-Yah Sisterhood! I know we have
0: talked about this. Holly got a little excited the last time we announced what book we were doing and (laughs) announced the wrong one. I was pretty amped for this one because (laughs) it's just really good. It's such a good story. Um... I have loved the movie since the very first time I saw it years ago. Mm -hmm. And then I happened to see the book on a shelf at the used bookstore that I work at. And I was like, oh my god, I didn't know
1: it was a book. So I read it and fell in love with it. And then I I had only recently saw the movie. Like, I've always heard of Yaya. But I've never seen it because, you know, I'm not that big on movies. She saw it because of me. So Paige introduced the movie to me and I fell in love especially because I could relate to it very well being someone who's grown up in Southern Louisiana and understands Mm -hmm. a lot of this. Um, And then I fell in love with the movie and then she's like, well, it's a book too and why don't you read it and if you love it, we can do an episode on it. And I just fell in love and I can't wait to talk about it tonight. And I think it's funny that she
0: gave the romanticized version of the story of why we picked this book and my what i was going to say was just we really wanted bloody marys and <laughs> so the, we're truth the, out, like, the truth comes out guys the
1: truth comes out
0: guys we just really like bloody marys okay
1: <laughs> this is the
0: first case of me picking the book that we're doing based off of
1: the drink that we wanted
0: <laughs> Normally, I have to like come up with a drink to match the book. No, this was totally this time wrong. it was because we
1: wanted Bloody Marys.
0: Yes, so Bloody Marys are the drink of choice for the Yayas, and so they are the drink of choice for Holly and I. Um, it's super simple. Um, I used the Zing Zang Bloody Mary mix because I didn't feel like doing it all from scratch. But I added some Worcestershire and some hot sauce and some salt. And of course, a healthy dose of vodka, and ice, and I feel like something else. Oh, lemon juice, and
1: mixed it up, and we drank it, and it's so tasty. It's a little on the spicy side, which is perfect because that's what I love. Yay! And it's like the flavors just right. You know, it's got all your your spice and and like it's just it's really good.
0: She it's made so a comforting. really good one.
1: Yes, it's I so love great. Bloody Marys. It's like drinking soup, but it's not soup. I feel like I'm drinking vegetable soup and getting drunk off of it. It's wonderful. I feel like <laughs> I need to have a grilled cheese with it. Well, next time I will make grilled cheeses to go with. That's wonderful. We will do that next time. <laughs> grilled cheese and Bloody Marys. Yes. Mm. Um, so,
0: obviously, this is a book and has a movie based off of the book. But I love the movie, I love the relationship between the daughter,
1: Sita Walker, and her mother, uh, Vivian Walker. Well, even the relationship between Vivi and her mother, even. Like, it's like a – there's a pattern here with, like, generations between mother and daughter. Yes. And even relationships with a woman and her – and other women, like, her and her friends. Like, it's just – it's all about relationships, women with women. And it's, it's, I think it's really, um, it's very raw and it's, it's so relatable as a woman, you know, like it's just, it's very powerful stuff. You, it
0: creates in me this burning desire for lifelong friends.
1: Yeah. Like, I know we've talked about it a little bit before, but. like female companionship and relationships and like how important it is and. I just, I, it's, it's good. It's, it's, it's amazing. Good. And then I think the book is even better because it goes
0: into even more detail. and Well, of course.
1: Of course. It
0: always does. And, and I like the almost psychological side of it, too. Yes. Because I, I like to know the whys of things. So I like the look back in Vivi's life to see what made her the way that she was the kind of
1: mother that she was and so the way this book lays out like the whole story even like in the movie it doesn't read out like a chronological it's not one big story it's not one big arc it reads like a life you know right a bunch of little moments that compose one big a lifetime so we might do this episode a little bit differently because it's we're not telling one specific story. We're explaining a life and the dynamics of the relationship in each of these people's lives in comparison with, um, or like in regards to their relationship with others. And it's, right. So basically. it's very good stuff.
0: Basically, in the book, Sita is in a very rough place in her own life she's engaged to this wonderful man and she's scared to move forward in her life she is a big um, theater producer and the very beginning of the book is a news article came out in the New York Times about Sita and her production but the the writer of the article Completely twisted what she said and made her mother look like this terrible, awful person. Right. Which is, like, something that totally happens all the time with, like, Right, because sensation is what sells. Right. But Vivian, uh, Vivian? The mom? Vivian? Yeah, but it sounds like I'm saying it weird. Am I saying it weird? Vivian? 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 Vivi. Vivi Walker is this dramatic she's just this just just dramatic woman who she took this little like she oh I can't even words she always wanted to be in the New York Times and Mm -hmm. she's finally seeing her names in the the, her name in the New York Times and it's trashing her so like she's angry she's so pissed I, I love in the beginning they have like this fight back and forth where, um, Vivi says that she's cut Sita out of her will and she's taken her out of all the pictures and so, um, Vivi sends her
1: in the mail, like, her face cut out of yes. all the pictures. It's very dramatic and petty, but it's, it's, and it comes off as, a as, uh, comedic. Right, but you can also see, like,
0: it's there is some hurt. Sitta yeah, to have this, and she's she's got her own issues because of all of this, and she ends up calling off the wedding. And she doesn't break up with Connor, that's her fiance, but they postpone the wedding for some indefinite amount of time. Right, and she decides that she needs to take some time, and figure out what's gonna go on so she has asked her mom for
1: the super secret book well she's also um working on a a project like she's um gonna be directing this certain play oh what is it i wrote it down somewhere um it's called the women right and so she's gonna be directing it and obviously it's about relationships with women and other women and so she reflects on she's like well i didn't i don't have any like lifelong female friends However, my mother has those friends, and she understands the complex uh, relationships between lifelong female friendship. So do
0: you think that she legitimately wanted to know, wanted to use those experiences for her play? No. Or do you, okay, so no. you said that, and, like, I totally took it as, well, guess what, Mom? Mom.
1: No, I'm... but that is her pretext, though. Right. She's like, "Oh, I'm working on this play, and who understands, you know, female friendship better than you, mom? Uh, you know, why don't you know maybe send me like, Yahya rebellion? That's the the friend group that like her mom is in. They're called the yayas, and so they call themselves. There's four of them, and uh, but anyway, I think she that was just like her pretext to like an excuse to get this right In order, to, but really she's just trying to understand her mom better and herself better and right so she goes off at first her mom
0: is like no you're not getting your hands on anything of mine right but then she ends up sending it to her and Connor sneaks it into her luggage when she goes off to spend some time
1: alone at a lake house yes so the other yaya has convinced her to send it yeah um, so I guess this is a good time to introduce the other yaga's too. So it's Vivi, Nisi, Caro, and Teensy. Yes. So and they, you know, they have bloody Marys over it and everything. <laughs> and she's like, I cannot believe that child after she put me all she put me through and she wants my, you know, our yah And then the other ones are like, you know, I think it's sweet that she wants to know more about us. I think it's, you know, it's good that she, she's she's curious about, you know, your history and her history even. Like, send it to her. Send it to her. And the Yaya Rebellion, we keep saying that, but it's, like, it's a scrapbook of, like, all the memories that Vivi has kept over the years between her and the Yayas.
0: And they, um, I believe Vivi met Teensy when they were four, I think they say. So,
1: it's literally their whole life that they are friends. Their whole life is in the scrapbook. Like, yeah. Like, it's a big deal. Like, Every
0: tiny little thing. And as we go through, we'll go through and tell
1: stories that that come up. Um, as. So it kind of reads as, like, as um, it flips off between, like, the past and, like, the present. So Sido would be, like, flipping through the scrapbook, see, like, an image or, like, a little scrap of paper that's, like, stuck in there and wonder, wow, what's the big thing? That's the full story behind this piece. Right. And then it'll go cut back in time to the full story behind that piece. Right. Excuse me. Goodness. <laughs> that's that, uh... That, uh...
0: That Bloody Mary that coming out. Bloody Mary's at. hitting you.
1: Who? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so yeah, if it's a little confusing to listen straight through, that's why. Because we do cut back and forth, um... I will say though that most of the
1: stories will be in the past and, and
0: when we talk right. about Sita. But we'll try
1: to be specific about what yeah. we cut back and forth so it's not too confusing. Right. So um. you wanna go ahead and Okay, yeah. So um let's see. So before we begin the scrapbook itself, um there's a scene where like right after Vivi sins sit of the scrapbook and she decides to pray to Mother Mary. And she's talking about how um, she's, she wants, uh, she wants Sita to marry Connor because she knows they're perfect for each other, and she's like, please, you know, help her to see that, you know, help, you know, don't let her miss out on love because of, you know, because whatever of me, she, yeah, because of me, and she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for all the that time that I dropped my basket is what she calls it. She's dropped her basket. So I'm going to go ahead and explain this now because yeah. it has come up a lot but never really like it only touches on it. You kind of piece it together as you go. But um, so there was a time when Vivi um, she was like stressed out from like everything in her life motherhood and everything and she ended up like she's real depressed mm-hmm. and this is just like the short story but like she ends up getting put on this medication. And it was really bad, had really bad effects on her and made her, um, go a little crazy. That's the terrible way to put, I don't know what the proper way to say that is.
0: Okay, but so basically, um, this was before, obviously, the, um, drug, mental health wasn't really a thing that people Right, this was, like, back in, like the, uh, God, the I don't
1: 40s? know. The 40s? Well, 40s when she was, like, a teenager, so. So
0: the 50s, 60s. 50s, 60s, um, and it was a new study, and so the, the, the medication that she was put on really didn't do much. It was kind of like, um, almost like street drugs. Yeah. Kind of. And she was also drinking at the time, so it kind of, she had a
1: psychological break. Yes. And so during that time, she um, she ended up, um, it got so bad, she ended up beating her kids, and right after that she got sent away to a hospital a hospital and they don't talk a lot about her experience in the hospital but she was gone for a long time and that was never fully like explained to Sita or the other kids right Um, she just left she was just suddenly she beat them and then suddenly she
0: was gone so Sita is the oldest and all Sita knew was that Something happened and mom got super mad and then she beat us and I wasn't good enough and then I she left. So she probably left because of me and if I was better, then she would have stayed. And it's, right. it's a... Looking at it from an outside perspective, you can see that, well, obviously it wasn't Sita's fault. But when you're in that situation, especially as a child, you don't have the ability to reason and to see...
1: Like, the whole story. Right. You don't comprehend it the way you right. should, So...
0: And then that becomes your reality and it just grows from there.
1: Right. So, Sita has lived her whole life thinking that... She needs to be perfect. She needs to be better. She kind of becomes, like, this perfectionist and, like, um, very analytical kind of right. person. And has trouble loving i guess opening up and opening up yeah that's a good way right. to put right well
0: she she doesn't know that she knows how to love right because love in her childhood
1: was so skewed, skewed. right because vivi was going through so much um psychological issues at the right. time So, and um, she's gone for, like, a few months, I believe. Yeah, like, it wasn't a couple of days. It was a long time. And then she comes back, and they do talk about, like, her reintegrating herself into life again later in the story. But there was also a lot of struggle with her reintegrating as well. So, anyway. I will say
0: that it kind of warms my heart. One of the... The reason that Vivi wants Sita and Connor to get married so much is because Vivi did not destroy all of the pictures of Sita. She kept their engagement picture. That's right. And she, she tells the other yayas, like, in this picture, my daughter is, sm- like, she's truly happy. Yeah. And I can't tell you the last time I saw that smile on my daughter's face. And she kind of knows that it's because of her that her daughter doesn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. So she
1: wants she wants her daughter to be truly happy. And she knows that she'll find that with with Connor. Right. Right. So she doesn't want this to get screwed up. Right. So um, so she's praying, you know, like, Forgive me for, you know, dropping my basket. Don't let her screw her life over because of me and that's what she was praying about. And if you just
0: help them to get married, I promise I will stop (laughs) drinking
1: for a few weeks. For a few weeks. (laughs) (laughs) But after Halloween, that shit's over. You have it right? till then. Fix this now. <laughs> right? <laughs> Maybe it wasn't Halloween. But she gave him, like, a... Like a like, deadline. There was a deadline. She was like, by this date. <laughs> because after that, table. I can't. I cannot be held responsible for not drinking <laughs> <Yeah. after> that. <laughs> do what you gotta do in that time. <laughs> That's a mood. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I also, can I just say, like, I mean, I know this is really, is not that important, but I like, I like... I like the magic that she sees, like, in the world because, like, Vivi, like, whenever she prays to Mary and then she she decides to light sparklers and she goes yes. and she runs along the bayou, light like, with dancing with the sparklers and it's, like, this is, like, her her dance to the, you know, to Mother Mary, to, like... Right. You know, like, she's very ceremonial, but, like, in a very free spirit kind of way. So it kind of ties in, and it it very much is to be
0: expected with the time that she was raised and where she was raised. And in southern Louisiana and that culture, and it's... So they're very Catholic, but also very spiritualist, kind of. Yeah. So... They will explain a little bit more when you get to the true beginning of the yayas, mm-hmm. but they have kind of this. There's a
1: ritualistic, almost native type. Yes, native is a good word. Um, um not necessarily like you know you associate with like Southern Louisiana and like their voodoo superstitions, but not necessarily voodoo. Right, just just
0: earth and yes um the goddess of women and almost makes me think of wood nymphs like oh my yes, gosh I exactly, love it exactly
1: exactly and I just I love that that um that picture that yeah that whole cottagecore um, feel of it yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. The, that the vibe I love that, us-ness. <laughs> that vibe like I vibe with it well I'm yes. like oh yes that is us like yes. I, I, I relate to this very well so ever since I saw the
0: movie I've always wanted to have like a ceremony in the dark. We should have one. We
1: should. We should. And we can because give I'm ourselves on names. <gasps> on the beach. Yes. Oh, my God. We're going to Are you, you going to do it with us? She will. She better. Yes. It'll be great. Okay. Keep going. Okay. So, um, so Siddha, she arrives to her cabin, and um, she unpacks her car and finds the package that Connor slipped in there. And it was from Vivi, and it's the scrapbook. And um, the letter from Vivi says that, like, "Um, child, you know, no one really understands how to love. Um, Only God knows how to truly love. But we all do it anyway. Like, basically saying... Because, like, Sido was saying, like, I'm not going to marry him right now because I don't think I know how to love. And Vivi's like, nobody... It's not something you know how to do. It's something you feel. You do it anyway. You know, it's not you're overthinking this, sweetie, you know? Like, and, I don't know, I just thought that was cute. This is, like, such a Vivi... Response. Yes. And I just, I really love Vivi, like... So, anyway, I know that's not, like, important to the storyline or whatever, but I just love to, like, point out these little tidbits about her because I just, I love her. I relate to her, I guess. But anyway, so... So now, Sita has a scrapbook. And so, um... But she's also saying, oh, Vivi's like, I haven't forgiven you, <laughs> and I want it back in pristine condition.
0: Right. But here you go. I'm not doing you any favors. I'm only doing this because the yaya's convinced me. Right. You better take care of right. it. And don't make
1: me regret it. Exactly. <laughs> so now Sita finally gets to flip through it, and she's finding pictures of the yaya's when they were young and, you know, crushed corsages and, like, old receipts and movie tickets and invitations and all those things that you would find in a scrapbook, you know. And um, Sita decides to start by, she starts to journal her own memories of the Yaya's growing up. And um, so she writes um, a little bit about, this is how you kind of find out who the Yaya's really are. She writes that um, they love to laugh and have a good time and they, they always, always laughed. And um, they would go to the creek a lot in the summertime, and all the yayas and their kids when they they'd all have a, just a great time. And the fathers were rarely included because the yayas are just so close; they always wanted their just their time together. Well, and at that time, the men did the working, and the women stayed home and raised the kids. Oh, that's true. So, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, in
0: the summer, the the women would take the kids off to the creek, and they like camped up there. They had like cabins, I'm assuming. And then, um, the men would come up on the
1: weekends when they weren't working. Right, right. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, Yeah. that makes sense. And, um, so she describes each yaya a little bit. So, Caro, she describes her as being more like the athletic, strong, bohemian type. Um, and Teensy is very risque and you know, she loves to do like her naked dancing and stuff. <laughs> a lot of naked but dancing. But at the same time but she's also very, very generous. Like she's, Oh yeah. She's a very kind, loving person. Uh, Nisi is very innocent and motherly like on the surface. But you know she's not very innocent because she hangs out with the Yah Right. But she acts like she is.
0: So and this may be too soon to really get into it. But did obviously I take it you see yourself as the Vivi of the I think the group. I do
1: which would you put me as? Um, let's see. You're not a caro. Not really a teensy. I guess a niecey. I guess. I kind of see myself like,
0: and I don't know if it's so much the, what I want myself to be or what I actually am, but I kind of see myself as like this weird mix of all three of the others yeah that makes <laughs> like sense. I have a little bit of a
1: bohemian
0: right. feel to me that
1: makes sense because I can't really peg you as specifically one right of any of them I
0: am totally the mom though of yeah. the
1: group and
0: then the I have a little bit of the free spiritness of yeah. teensy I don't strip quite as often as she <laughs> does Although I have grown skinny dipping,
1: so... <laughs> I mean, they all are very relatable. Right. But I think I guess I could be like a mix between Caro and Vivi. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. 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 Um, but when she gets to Vivi, she describes her as being a star that the world revolves around. So she very much looks up to her mother and like very much idolizes Vivi. Oh, yeah. And, like, craves her attention and well, love. and there
0: are some people that you just, their energy is just there. You can't yeah. miss it. And that was Vivi. Like, her, she walked into a room and you could feel that she was there. Yeah. Like, I've always wanted to have that kind of energy. It sounds exhausting, but I, I want to have that Well, kind of
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. <sighs> I think that's just, I don't know, but I just find it kind of, I don't know if it's unhealthy or, but I just feel it's, like, important to point out that, like, she, um, uh, Sita is very obsessed with, like, getting her mother's attention and, like, wanting her mother to approve of her and, like, she just sees her as being, like, the goddess of everything and I don't know. If, if it was necessarily a healthy. Because she almost idolized her mother. So.
0: I don't think it became unhealthy until after. The big incident. Like right. the big turning point. Right. Because at one point. Like she talks about in one of the stories about how. When the attention was. When Vivi's attention was on you. You you were kind of one of the stars there with her. Yeah. Like, it enveloped you. And people like to have that attention and to feel good, and you feel so special. Right. And then I think when Vivi did switch and it became, and a, a what kind of mood is she going to be in today's situation, that's when it, Turned unhealthy because I mean it's almost like a any abusive relationship. There are these moments where everything is so good and it's so perfect, and you just want that. Yeah. So much. I just. But then it turns so bad and so ugly, and you hang on to that because you know that person is in there. Right. You know it has that potential to be that good again.
1: Right. But I feel like that, as especially as like a mother-daughter dynamic, like to have a mother that's that kind of a person, I feel like that would be so exhausting, you know, because a mother is supposed to give that unconditional love no matter what. Right. But to constantly feel like you need to earn your mother's love, you need to catch your mother's attention, I feel like that would be so exhausting.
0: Oh, see, I don't, I didn't see that she felt that way until after things got bad. Right, right. What, after it became like a real issue. Right. So I saw when they were younger and it was.
1: I just look up to my mom.
0: Yeah, like my mom is just this amazing person right. and she gives the attention to everybody. And so when it's your turn, you feel like I don't right. I, I guess I didn't see it as an obsession type thing until after things went south. In which case it's again, I am not a therapist. I, I don't know exactly what I'm talking about. However, from a lot of reading and personal experience and things when you when there is that switch, you can like I said, you know that those happy times are there, you know that it's possible, mm-hmm. and so you want that with all of your heart because it's so shitty
1: right now. Yeah. You don't have to be a therapist to understand human relationships, <laughs> though. Like, I mean, that's... I that's, know, but... You can have insightful moments about, you know, how people react to each other and not be a therapist. Like, I know,
0: but I don't want anybody, like, taking what I say and being, running like, Running with it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Well, I heard Paige say this. Paige don't know <laughs> <Yeah>. shit.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Paige said.
1: <laughs> um, anyway, so it's a very interesting dynamic that they have. Um... So, then, Sita decides to flip through the scrapbook again, and she finds a small key in the scrapbook, but doesn't know what it goes to. So, she calls Vivi to thank her, and, you know, thank her for sending the memorabilia. And apologizing again for, you know, the whole article, and Vivi doesn't know what the key is for. And, you know, they just have a little conversation, and that's right. So... She just puts the key away for now. Um, So she keeps looking through the scrapbook and she finds this piece of paper that says, um, Vivi's very important news. (laughs) 1934. Girls poot and get disqualified. (laughs) And Sid is like, what the fuck does that mean? (laughs) So this is when it cuts back to 1934 when all the four yaya's were little kids Mm-hmm. And there's was a Shirley Temple lookalike contest. And it is so detailed, this lookalike contest, because of
0: course, Vivi's going to be in it. So, Vivi knows everything that there is she to know like, about Shirley knew Temple. She
1: the amount,
0: like, the was, number like, of ringlets. That they it's had like to have. Like 39 or yeah, something like
1: that. Yeah, curls they had to have, and like all the little details. And of course, all four of them do enter the contest. Of course. And, um, so they're all on stage with all the other girls, and there's a judge that looks over each one of them, mm-hmm. and which is a little creepy. But you know, in that day and age, I guess that was not that a thing. day and age. We still thing. have beauty pageants now. You're right, which is creepy. Yeah, it is creepy, but, but that's neither here that, nor there, right? Exactly. <laughs> so point is, they're on stage. And they're kind of, you know, being little girls giggling and whatever. And Teensy farts. She poots. Ladies poot. She poots.
0: <laughs> and they all laugh. They all start giggling because, I'm sorry, it's a super serious thing. I mean, and, and then and all of a sudden, she just lets one rip.
1: <laughs> and they can't stop giggling. And, and then, so the judge is like, what's so funny? And they're like, well, do you really want to know? <laughs> And he's like getting angry and he's right. like, come up to the microphone and tell everyone what is so funny. And Vivi's like, Teatsy Pooted," <laughs> And so the t- entire crowd just loses it. <laughs> and then um a the judge gets angry and he's like, What is all of your names? And then Vivi gets is like so excited that she's got the microphone <laughs> to herself and she's all like, My name is Pooty Pootwell. <laughs> And the crowd is just losing their shit over this. Because so. it's freaking funny and they're I little mean, kids and They're just being goofy kids. And right? Like,
0: so then like, you know, <laughs> Nisi is la- or Nancy is laughing and but kind of embarrassed Ugh. and Caro is like, yep. Poop poop pooty, poot. And then Teensy being Teensy gets up in front of everybody flips up the back of her skirt and shakes her <laughs> wiggles
1: her little booty there in front of everybody oh my god and there's just crowd just riots like it's yes. just like loving this and the judge <laughs> is
0: so pissed which honestly that's what makes it so much funnier because he gets so because mad because he gets
1: mad yeah so it's,
0: and it's just little girls being little <laughs> girls and so anyway it get the they, the ogre. Of the, um, the movie theater, because that's where they're doing it. The owner of the movie theater has to come up and they're like, okay, everybody, calm down, sit down, let's be quiet, I'll show you a special little short film that's supposed to be coming out. Yeah, and, Like, let's, but let's calm down now. Let's get this under control. And then the girls are, like, banned from the movie theater yeah. for a month, but they have to go and clean it every
1: Sunday afternoon. Oh my god. Without getting to see the show. <laughs> And then so Vivi thinks that this is totally unfair because they were, like, totally the stars of the show. Oh, and, like, they shouldn't get punished for this. So she's like, you know what? I'll write myself a newspaper where I will write the truth of everything and I will call it Vivi's Very Important News. Yeah. And so that was the first article that was... The one and only article. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so but
0: that's a good... Um little introduction to the girls and I did, can can I correct you real quick for Mm -hmm. just a second? Yeah. It wasn't Vivi that said teensy pooted. Oh. It was Kara. Oh, it was Kara. Yeah, Kara. She gets up in front of the microphone and she's like teensy pooted.
1: (laughs) (laughs) In such a Kara fashion. Right? uh, No nonsense, no bullshit. Just, yeah, she pooted.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Gassy over here. (laughs) Amazing.
1: (laughs) Oh, so great. (laughs) So, Sita flips through the uh, scrapbook some more. Uh, So, like, I guess back to present day. And she finds, um, and she's wondering more about, um, you know, each piece that she sees. She's seeing all kinds of different stuff. And, um, it flashes back. I don't remember what piece it was that, that triggered this memory, but it flashes back again to 1937, and um this is really the beginning of the Yayas. So Vivi's The Walnut Shells? Yeah, it was a walnut shells. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. And um I wasn't sure how it tied into the memory, but for some reason you that triggered. I'll tell you after we talk about the memory. Okay. So um so back in nineteen thirty seven, uh, Vivi's father brings home a Mary statue from Cuba. And um Vivi's mother is very like conservative, like to like the extreme. She's like uber Catholic. And a Mary statue
0: as in like the Virgin Mary.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not
0: Catholic. That's Sorry. okay. <laughs>
1: um, so but it's like it's it's got like or it, very ornate like it's got like um jewelry on it and it's like it's got she's got makeup on and She's Cuban, so she's got a yeah. dark
0: complexion and yes. she's very um bold yes so she's got the she's got lipstick red lipstick on and bright colored eyeshadow and she's got like hoop earrings and a necklace a yeah, very
1: vibrant colorful beautiful mary statue
0: right and um buggy which is vivi's mm-hmm. mom like out because oh my god the Virgin Mary wasn't colored the Virgin Mary was white the
1: Virgin Mary was pious and didn't wear makeup or jewelry and, yeah, and she wasn't vain she right. wasn't like you know she wouldn't wear jewelry and she wouldn't wear makeup like and so she makes um Vivi and Caro rub off the the paint and like the makeup with turpentine yeah like to kind of clean off ball all the paint off of it and um so as they're doing that the other two girls come over because they're gonna have a sleepover that night and um they're like what are you doing to that virgin mary statue yeah and <laughs> i don't remember the full conversation but basically she's just like yes isn't it wonderful now she's like a beautiful you know now she's like you know she, plain she's playing and ugly. she's playing like, like she's like, supposed to be yeah so, good job, girls. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the other girls are like, okay, sure, whatever.
0: Right? I don't get why we okay, gotta do this. Okay,
1: but fine. So, they have a sleepover that night. And so, they um, they wait till everyone else falls asleep. And they have been planning this for so long.
0: Yes. Like, they're gonna have a big They're gonna ceremony. have their naming
1: ceremony. Yeah. And they're gonna give themselves, they call them Indian names. And... They're, they're basically, like, officially forming the yayas, Right. So, over the ceremony. And so, everyone falls asleep, and they sneak off into the woods, and they start a little fire, and they have, like, all these little ceremonies they do, like, um, I don't know, they, they officially declare, like, each one of their names. So, I wrote them down, because they're kind of adorable. They're so cute. So, they're, so, Vivi is going to be Queen Dancing Creek. Of course. Caro is Duchess Soaring Hawk. Nisi is Countess Singing Cloud. And then Teensy has kept her
0: name secret from everybody. Yes. She refused to tell. So then she hands Nisi the, um, like a little envelope with her name in it. Uh huh. Like all secretive, like. So Nisi, Niecy, because Nisi's the one who is announcing their new names. Yes. Like giving it to them. So, Nisi. <laughs> Nisi opens it up, and she gets so embarrassed and so flustered. And then um, she, like, composes herself a little and is like, I now name you, is it Princess? What's the, I forgot the, yeah, Princess Princess Naked as a Jaybird. And that is, again, so teensy and so funny. (laughs) And poor Nisi is like, I don't
1: want to say this. This is naked. No, this is embarrassing. (laughs) And then... And TNC just, like, yes! like, rips off her clothes and is like, yeah, yeah! Like, it's just,
0: it's great. And it's so yeah uh, and, free they, and
1: childlike. They use makeup to paint on, like, war paint. And, like, they dance around the fire. And, like, yes. they tell the story about how they formed from, like, like the mother goddess or whatever. And, like, the well, they and, were born out of the forest. And, and basically like, there
0: was, like, a whole tribe of women that were super close. And then... The alligators um, came up and, like, were eating them all or something. Yeah, and there was, like, a storm that killed all of them, and the the four yaya's were going to be eaten by the alligator, and then the mother goddess came down and protected them and would always protect
1: them. And, and like, so now, to this day, they are still royalty, but they are the only ones that know. Right. And they're It's just, just like this just... whole dramatic... And it's so precious. precious. Oh, yeah. And they're like, yes, we are the yayas. And they even like prick their fingers. Oh, that oh, was really sorry. loud. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, they prick their fingers and then um, hold hands so that their blood mingles. And it like, it almost made me cry when they were talking about this because Vivi was, Vivi thinks, you know, my blood is now in each of them and their blood is in me. Yeah. We're have
1: one, we're sisters.
0: Like... When I have kids, their blood will be in my children. And as long as one of us is still alive, we will all still be alive. And it's just so beautiful
1: and so deep. It is beautiful. I love it so much. So then they go back home. And when they get back to the house, they use that makeup to like redo the makeup on the the, On the, Ma- Virgin Mary? the Virgin Mary statue, and they, they do her up all perfect, and even like paint her toenails and all the details, and make her look like, beautiful again.
0: Okay, so that's why you don't remember why the walnut shells are important, right? You forgot. So uh, Nisi had also kept a little thing, a ritual that she was gonna do, secret. So after they do the picking of the fingers and the mingling of the blood and the the dancing around the fire naked and all of that. Um, she takes out walnut shells, like half of walnut shells, and candles, and they light the candle and use a little bit of the wax to stick the candle in the walnut shell, and then they float them down the river. Oh. So they make, like, little boats yeah. out of them. And then... So that's why the... So she kept the walnut shells. Yeah. She put a walnut shell in there to remind her of it, and then it, like, crushed and crumbled over time.
1: Oh, okay. See, I didn't I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, so, um, yeah, so they put the makeup on the mother's... The, um, the, the statue. The statue, and they go to bed. And so, the next morning, the mother, uh, Vivi's mother, goes outside and like to do her, like, her daily thing or whatever, and she sees the statue.
0: And she first screams bloody
1: murder. Yeah, she's like, oh my god, what the hell? And then one of the kids, I don't remember which one. It was teensy, was teen, like... She was like, it must be a miracle. Yeah. So... So then, Vivi's mother like starts like pulling f- blossoms, like her pri- like she grows flowers, like those are like, her prized. Um, it's like her pride and joy. That's y- what she yes. does. So she starts like picking them and like putting them all over <laughs> the Mary. You just not very rody. And
0: she, well, she she starts picking them and gathering them and putting them around the the Virgin Mary, and um. Oh goodness normally when she grew the flowers she didn't grow them for her house she grew them to take them to the church and lay them on the altar yeah so she's now taking that and laying it at the altar of this virgin mary so showing that oh my god this is a, my own little miracle and the girls are back there like <laughs> we did that we did that yeah. <laughs> we did that <laughs> it's so
1: cute they're badass <laughs> I,
0: I, those little girls had way more <laughs> balls as
1: children than I do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's the end of that little story of how they like became the Yayas officially. Mm-hmm. And so after like kind of like looking through these, I don't know how much detail is in the scrapbook, but Sita starts to realize that you know she craves that um, what the Yayas have is that true female companionship. That right. And she didn't feel like she ever really had that. And she feels like she's missing out. Because she didn't have that. Um, so then the next day she gets uh, she gets uh, some letters from... She gets a package from Nisi, And uh, there's like a letter saying like... So here's a bunch of old letters that Vivi sent me when we were really young. And I'm hoping that they will help you to... Uh, further understand who we are as the Ayas, Right.
0: And we're actually going to leave you, again, with a little bit of a cliffhanger. Ooh. We had planned on this only being a two-parter, guys, but
1: we this talk is a this, lot. No, <laughs> yeah, but there's just so much in this book. There's so much material to there go is. through. And there's so much discussion points that it's like, it's like a really good, like, this is a good one. It's like I'm telling
0: you it's one of my favorite. It's a really good book. It's such a good read, and it's you can read it multiple times and still pick up new things. Like it's it's so good. Um, but like I said, we're gonna leave you there. You still have time to go pick up a copy
1: if you haven't read it already, and read it, and mm-hmm. let us know what you think. And next time we come back, we'll read those letters from Nisi. Yes, let get your, come back from 1939. That's one of the things that I love is the history in it.
0: Like Yes, me too. Oh, it just like dumps you and you're dumped in people's memories. Like that's real history. Right. I mean, it's not real because it's a fiction book, but it's still like it's real it's, history. Oh, right. it's so good. Oh, my heart is It's just, it's a wonderful story. It's great. So guys, follow us on social media. You can find us at Booklet Podcast. On Instagram and Facebook, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I glitched there for a second, sorry about that. Um, or you can email us at bookletpodcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, let us know what you think. Even if you just watch the movie, like there's the movie was so good and followed so much of the book. It really did.
1: Like there's a few minor differences. And right, but as far as like movie versus book comparisons, it does follow very, very closely. A lot closer than a lot of movie book comparisons usually do. Right. They did Except do a really the good whole, job. In the movie she got
0: drugged and drugged down to Louisiana. Oh yeah, but that's
1: like a minor detail.
0: Right. Um
1: so funny though that was a great watch the movie (laughs) at
0: least watch the movie guys and let us know what you think um but yeah we're gonna finish up this bloody mary and uh we will see you all next time bye sisters bye yayas
1: Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: happy reading bye